You are listening to the Amateur Church Podcast, where we pursue excellence in ministry with the right motivation for the sake of love. I'm Pastor Matt, and I'm so thankful that you're on this disciple's journey with me. This week, we've been reading through the book of Mark, and today is our worship episode. And every week on our worship uh, podcast episode, I've got my partner in crime, Brother Terrell Voger, with me. Terrell, good to see you, man. Good to see you, man. So we have been through, walking through, well, not even walking, a a run through the book of Mark. Uh, Man, he is just... Hey, immediately this and immediately that. Oh, yeah. I think he's just excited to get to the next thing. <laughs> I love the book of Mark. Oh, yes. uh, in fact, uh, Mark, as I've said earlier in, a, in an episode, Mark was the first uh, book that I preached through here at Sharon. And uh, man, just had had a great time with it. I think it took us about a year to go through it. Uh, 16 chapters, but uh, very fast paced. Um, what, what kind of jumped out to you this week in reading uh, Mark? A couple of things. One... I love in chapter four, the parable of the sower mm. and the seeds. That's, that's just a great analogy of, of what different kind of people you have in your church. Some people, they get it and they get it for a little bit and it goes away. And some people, it really um, kind of sticks inside them. But one of my favorite verses is towards the end in chapter 15. Turn to it real quick. 15 verse 39. Talk about the, the Roman, soldier see, Roman soldier sees the crucifixion and he says, truly this man was the son of God. Mm. It's like, wow, of all people, the Roman soldier got it. The disciples didn't get it. The soldier got it. Amen. Well, as I think about even that declaration, the way that he was able to say this is the Son of God is the suffering of Jesus Christ. He went to the cross. And and that really is the theme all week. I've talked about service and serving uh, others based on the example of Jesus Christ. And um, I kind of wanted to to really focus on that with with my conversation with you. In being a worship leader, you know, yes. the, the temptation for all ministers, mm-hmm. but especially worship leaders on the stage, is to, in the midst of the spotlight, to forget to serve. Right. And um, how does, you know, how, how do you, you know, walk in humility and not pride? How, how do you make sure that you're serving? Uh, one, uh, first thing I think of is in the songs that I lead, it's not always about what I like, my preferences. It's about what... What we're singing, how is it going on with the story that you're telling, the, the sermon that you're telling? Each week, I, you know, I'm just kind of, I don't know, there's this weight of, if you took away the Bible and all we had in the church were the songs, is that enough? Hmm. And I hear a lot of books, when I read a lot of books, I see that a lot and I hear it said a lot. So there's a lot of weight of, are people getting enough Bible that if there was no preaching, would our songs be enough? Um, another way is to make sure that I'm giving other people opportunities to to serve, to be out front, to lead, to to do solos, to do whatever they can, and yeah, finding other yeah. people. Hey, do you have a talent? I would love to showcase it. I would love for you to show the church what's God's doing through your music. Yeah. So a lot of it is just songs we sing and finding other people to share this ministry with. Oh, that's good. That's good. What speaking of the songs that we sing, when we think about Christ being the suffering servant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we sing a lot of songs about yeah. God, uh, you know, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and, and we sing like uh, about Jesus being King of Kings, Lord of Lords. But mm-hmm. what are some of the songs that help us focus kind of with Mark's theme of the suffering servant? What would you? A few that I think of right now, um, 
There's the hymn, Hallelujah, What a Savior, mm. and kind of the more modern version of it, Man of Sorrows. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of my favorites, not necessarily just to sing, but to read the poetry of it is, O Sacred Head Now Wounded. Oh. I love that one. And it just hit, just popped in my mind, so I wish I had the lyrics. I could um, give them to you, but uh, I'll put them on my Facebook page maybe. Or Yeah. But if you ever have a chance to read through that um, Bach hymn, it is beautiful. Another one is, um, like, Were You There? When I survey the wonders cross, yes. Uh, anything that talks about um, the blood of Jesus and and what He did on the cross, and and each week I heard Matt Redmond saying a podcast one time. I try to sing a song about the cross because yeah, I don't think we hear enough about it. We always hear about the I hate to say the happy clappy the 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 pleasant the rainbows and you know, but sometimes Christianity it's it's hard, and Jesus. He perfected showing us what it's like to suffer for other people. Yeah, yeah, you know that's. I, I'm glad you mentioned that because there was a section in Mark I was chuckling over it earlier. Uh, Mark chapter eight, we read it this week, um, where uh, Peter confesses Jesus Christ. You know, re- real oh, quick, yes. um, Jesus says, "Whom do men say that I am?" Uh, and and they say, "You know, you're John the Baptist, Elijah, one of the prophets." And continued and he said, "Who do you say that I am?" And Peter answered and said to him in. Uh, Mark 8, verse uh, 29, you are the Christ. Mm-hmm. And uh, and in this, Jesus said, tells him, don't tell anyone yet. And then it says in verse 31, and he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer, many mm-hmm. things, a suffering servant, be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. Now, verse 32, I mentioned it earlier this week, <laughs> is just amazing to me. I chuckle over it. It says, and he was stating the matter plainly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Yeah. But turning yeah. around and seeing his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, get behind me, Satan. Uh, I, I love this. And Matthew does the same thing. I love this because Mark, uh, Matthew records the same thing. Mark uh, says that Peter was saying, you are the Christ. And the next moment he says, okay, you're wrong, Jesus. Uh, I rebuke you. Yeah. I mean, you are the Christ, the Son of the Living God, Creator of heaven and earth. You can do anything we want. Uh, you, you want. Uh, we bow to you. And the next moment, Jesus says, "Well, the Son of Man is going to suffer and die." And Peter says, "Oh, Jesus, you're wrong." I mean, in one breath, in the Spirit, saying, "You're our authority," oh, yeah. and in the next breath, this, <laughs> he's led by the flesh, saying, um, "You're wrong, Jesus." I mean, can you imagine the, that? Oh, the gall of that guy. <laughs> But don't we do that we so do much? We do the same thing. Yes, <laughs> yes. We worship God on Sunday, and then Monday through Saturday, we say, "No, it's it's my way. Yeah. It's my way." But my situation's different. Yeah, you know, it's, it's always the same. That's right. So, yeah, I, I just I love how Mark records that, and um, and so I'm, you know, that's one of the reasons that I I trust the Bible because mm-hmm. based on. Uh, you know what scholars have told us, what tradition tells us, is that John Mark was not there at that time. He he's getting the story from Peter, and Peter actually tells Mark, "Yeah, hey, this is this is what happened. I put my foot in my mouth." Yeah, I mean, if you were writing a story and making it up, right, you wouldn't include those mm-hmm. details. Um, no, so we we know it had to happen that way. But uh, I just I love the fact Jesus says, "Okay, I am the Christ, and I'm going to suffer and die." Yeah. And the very next verse says, "And if anyone wants to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me." Yes. Uh, and that's the story 
uh, of of the gospel that we follow Jesus Christ. And um, so I, I've I've enjoyed the book of Mark. Um, oh, yes. So you've got a song for us I today. Do. And, and I, I, so many that you could do because all the gospels is about Jesus. But I love this one because it it's called Living Hope, and it just mm, pretty mm. much says there's no other place then Jesus Christ is where we should get our we should get our hope. Um and I love the third verse uh that one line out of the silence the roaring lion. Yes. One of my favorite lines. But um yeah, we're going to sing this song and I wish I again I say it every week I wish I could hear y'all singing with me but uh we're going to sing all the verses to it so just sing along. the chasm that lay between us how high the mountain I could not climb in desperation I turned to heaven and spoke your name into the night then through the dark your loving kindness tore through the shadows of my soul. The work is finished, the end is written. Jesus Christ, my living hope. Who could imagine? So great a mercy, what heart could fathom such boundless grace? The God of ages stepped down from glory to wear my sin and bear my shame. The cross has spoken, I am forgiven. Savior, I'm yours forever, Jesus Christ, my living hope. Oh, hallelujah, praise the one who set me free, hallelujah, death has lost its grip on me, you have broken the promise your buried body began to breathe out of the silence the roaring lion declared the grave has no claim on me Jesus yours is the victory 
As we close out this episode, it's time for our Hey, Check This Out moment. So, uh, Terrell, what's your Check This Out moment? Well, what mine is, uh, since we're talking about the Gospels, um, this is a book I read many years ago called More Than a Carpenter, and I believe you've mentioned something that mm. they br- the book brings out is um, that if this was written by man, they wouldn't dare talk about themselves badly. But this is just a book. It's by Sean, and, or actually Josh and Sean McDowell. Yes. And it's just a quick easy read it's probably it was my first book into apologetics but it just talks about that jesus is more than um just a carpenter he was the messiah he was the savior he was the son of god it's very easy to understand it's very short it's only a maybe 160 pages yeah but if you want to dive into apologetics and kind of get a a a beginning to understand what it's all about this is probably the best place to go man thank you so so much for that uh, I'm I'm uh, very appreciative to Josh McDowell, his work, um, and and Sean, of course, his son. But uh, that that was a start for me also mm-hmm. in my dive to uh, to apologetics. So uh, if you don't have that book, grab it. Uh, yes. That's a great resource. My resource of the week uh, is really because of what Sunday is. Sunday, September seventeenth, is Constitution Day. Oh. And so we celebrate, uh, based on the Word of God and, uh, and who our Creator is, uh, celebrate the, uh, the American Constitution our, our, uh, uh, that our founding fathers wrote and uh, have allowed us to have these rights and these responsibilities as believers in Jesus Christ. We get to enjoy a nation that, uh, with freedom of religion, with freedom mm-hmm. of assembly, with uh, our fr- freedoms that we have in this country because of the creator that we have. So I want to encourage you. Uh, my resource of the week is the Constitution. Uh, and, yeah. and so I just simply want to remind you that we should be thankful every day for the nation that we live in. Yes, we have our flaws. We have our uh, hiccups. We have uh, definitely uh, oppositions and hindrances. But we have, above all, the great God uh, who is continually uh, faithful to us, even in our faithfulness, faithlessness. Amen. And so uh, thank you for listening. Uh, th- this week, we've enjoyed our walk through Mark. We will jump into Luke next week. Right. Brother Terrell, any last words? Whenever the enemy tries to get you down and distract you, remember the cross has spoken and we are forgiven. Amen. Amen. We love you. We're praying for you. Stakes in the ground.